We don't grow alone. We flourish when we do life together. To flourish means to grow or develop in a healthy way, especially as a result of a particularly favorable environment. Join me for conversations about growth and change as we talk about what it means to flourish and create the community you crave. You're listening to the Flourish Together podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Worley. This is episode 20, Lessons I Learned from My Grandmother. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Flourish Together podcast. Today is kind of a special episode for me. It is our 20th episode, and 20 episodes kind of feels like a big deal. You guys have listened to the podcast. Um, you've shared it, you've reviewed it. And so I'm really excited about this episode because it feels like a milestone. It is a milestone. And we're talking today about one of my very favorite people in the entire world, my grandmother. So I'm going to try not to cry my eyes out through this entire episode, but some of you know, if you follow me on social media, that my grandmother passed away a couple months ago from um, an almost two-year battle with terminal breast cancer. So these last several weeks since she has passed um, have been really reflective for me as I grieve her passing, but also celebrate her life and the woman that she was and what she meant to so many people, um, myself, family, her friends. My grandmother was a very special lady and her and I had a very special relationship. I've always been very close to my grandparents since I was a very young girl and I treasure that relationship that we have and how it's transitioned and changed over the years into being a young adult and then now um, an adult in my 30s with children of my own and a family of my own. My relationship with my grandparents is just very, very special. My grandfather passed away a couple years prior to my grandmother passing, but Four years ago, they made the move from Southern Oregon to Phoenix. They lived in Arizona for quite some time before moving to Southern Oregon to be near family. And then four years ago, they moved back to Arizona and they ended up moving right across the street from my husband and I and my sweet little family. And these last four years have really just been such a blessing in my life. And we lived in Arizona for so many years without any family near us. And so when my grandparents decided to move here, it was such an answer to prayer because I had been praying for so long that somehow, some way, God would see it fit to allow us to be near family again. And I had no idea how that was going to play out, but that was my prayer. And it was something that I fervently prayed for, continued to pray for, even on days and years where nobody was moving here. Um, 
For those of you that don't know, most of my family lives in central Iowa. That is where I grew up, and I spent my summers in California for many years with my grandparents, visiting them and my dad. My parents are divorced, and so I spent a lot of time with them as a kid, and so many of my memories as a kid are just tied to my grandparents and especially my grandma. And so these last couple weeks, like I said, have just been very reflective for me and her loss has been very significant for my life uh, just because she was such a huge part of my life. And so I wanted to take some time and as I was thinking about this episode and just writing some notes uh, for this episode, I really felt like there's some great lessons that my grandmother taught me. Um, and I feel really fortunate to have had her in my life for these 36 years that I've been able to have her. And so these lessons are life lessons. They're not specific to any one person or any one season, but they're really applicable to all types of different seasons that you might find yourself in. And so I wanted to share them with you. My grandmother taught me a lot of practical things. She taught me how to sew. I remember coming to her when I was doing my internship um, in Arizona with a local church, and they happened to live in northern Arizona at the time, just about an hour and a half from where I was doing my internship. And so oftentimes on the weekends, I would go and drive and spend time with them and then go back um, to the town that I was doing my internship in. And several weekends in a row, she took the time to teach me how to sew. I came to her and I told her that I wanted to learn to sew and I didn't know how. And so she helped me that summer. She taught me how to sew and she helped guide me. And I sewed a pair of curtains for my college apartment. I'm not really sure what like 21-year-old wants to sew curtains, but I did. And she helped me make it happen. So, and she taught me how to cook. My grandmother was a really great cook. I always remember her making things from scratch growing up and just always being in the kitchen. She loved to entertain and have friends and family over. She, I can remember when I was in junior high, my grandma loved to make beignets. If you don't know what a beignet is, it's like a French puffy donut. Um, they're super popular in Louisiana at Cafe du Monde. And that is one of her like very favorite places. And so she learned how to make them on her own. And so we would have a beignet making station for different family gatherings or holidays or things like that. And I can remember she would do, you fry them in oil and she would do the oil and then she would pass them off to me and I would just slather and coat them in the most obnoxious amount of powdered sugar and then put them on a plate to cool for consumption. And so I have such fun and fond memories. And a few years ago at Christmas time, I made them for her Christmas morning and my husband and I, we did the beignet station and grandma was able to just sit back and enjoy the fruits of our labor. But it was very fun and it's just a sweet little fond memory that I have. So 
The first thing that comes to mind that my grandmother taught me is obedience is always worth it. I can remember her telling me, don't just do what is quote unquote right or good, but honestly seek the Lord, pray, learn to discern his voice and seek his will. Obedience is always worth it, she'd say to me, and she was right. And sometimes obedience is not the easiest thing, but I think that it's the most rewarding and fulfilling thing in my life to be obedient to the Lord's calling and to His will, to not look to the right or the left and not compare my life to others, but stay in my lane and do what God's called me to do and stand firm in that and that it's always worth it. The second thing that comes to mind is the verse in Thessalonians where it says, pray without ceasing. First Thessalonians 5.17 says, pray without ceasing. She, My grandmother was a prayer warrior, and she taught me about prayer and the power that we have in taking our requests to the Lord and praising God through prayer. And she lived out this scripture. And whenever I think about her, I can't help but think about how much of a prayer warrior she was. I can remember a very specific memory of mine in junior high, spending the night at my grandparents' house and waking up that morning and seeing both my grandparents in their favorite chairs in front of their fireplace, and they were praying. And I overheard them just going down the list of all the grandchildren, all of their children, And I have a pretty large family, and so they just fervently prayed over every single one of us by name. And it just was the coolest picture in my mind, and I'll never forget how faithful they were that they got up every single day. They sat in those same chairs, and they prayed over this list of their family and their grandchildren and their great-grandchildren and their friends and the needs of the people that were in their life. And so my grandma taught me a lot about what it means to pray and seek the Lord and ask for His wisdom and to come to Him with your burdens and your cares because God cares about all of them. And one of the things that I have always just admired and appreciated about her is that she never left a conversation with me um, without praying. Like I said, they lived close to me for just this four-year season, but there's been so many times over my life where I've had conversations with her over the phone and talked to her all the time, and she would never hang up the phone without praying for me, even if I wasn't calling and had a need on my heart. She would always pray with me before I left that conversation. And looking back on it now, it's such a challenge to me to be that for other people. There's so many times I think that people come to us with their needs or their burdens and we tell them that we're praying for them, but we don't actually stop in the moment and pray for that person. And it has really been a challenge for me these last several weeks to be that kind of person that my grandmother was, that she prayed without ceasing. She fervently prayed for so many people, needs, ministries, the church, and 
Sometimes you'll see things pop up on Facebook where people are asking for prayer or like I said, you're having a conversation with a friend over the phone or face-to-face and you say, I'll pray for you, but you don't actually take the time to pray with that person right then and there. And so I feel really challenged um, in her passing to be that person who prays without ceasing, to be that person who prays for people in a fervent way, in a consistent way. So I would encourage you guys, if you're feeling that too, to start kind of thinking about how can you pray without ceasing and really lift up your cares and concerns to the Lord and other people to the Lord through prayer. The third thing that comes to mind with when I think of my grandmother and the lesson that she taught me is to be intentional with people. My grandmother was one of the most intentional people that I have ever known. She loved people so well and showed them this in really tangible ways. And there's so many little silly stories that come to mind, but I'll share just a couple and give you an example in my own life, how she was so intentional with me. So I've always loved to check the mail. I don't know why, but even as a little girl, I can remember playing post office in my home and I would write letters and like send things through this makeshift made up mail station. And I would make my sister come to the post office and like give me packages and mail and I would play post office. And um, I've always loved checking the mail. And one of the reasons I think that I've always loved this is my grandmother and my grandparents have always lived so far away. As I mentioned, we lived in Iowa, they lived in California. So she was always sending me letters and cards um, on birthdays or special occasions or just for no reason at all. I can remember um, when I was in college that she would send me uh, articles that she had clipped out of the newspaper that she thought would be good for me to read. I remember uh, one year in college, I was having some difficulties with roommates and she sent me like a Dear Abby uh, article about how to deal with roommates and just funny little things like that. And so four years ago when they moved right across the street from us, um, I was checking the mail one day and I went to the mailbox and I found in the mailbox a letter from my grandmother that had been stamped and sent through the post office mailing system and showed up in my mailbox. And I just thought to myself, she could have just, I don't know, walked across the street and, you know, knocked on my door and handed me this card. But she was so intentional and she knew that I loved getting mail that she wrote a note to me, put it in a card and put a stamp on it and sent it through the mail. And for me to walk down there and go get it. And it just was such a picture of how she loved me so well and how she was just so intentional. And one of the coolest things um, to see in her passing is to hear the stories of people in her life, friends and 
people that she knew at church or longtime friends talk about the ways that she loved them so intentionally. And it's really just a challenge to me to carry on that legacy of just loving people so intentionally, seeing the needs of people, paying attention, being so self-aware, listening to people and making yourself aware of their needs, whether they're spoken or unspoken, and just really loving people in such an intentional way, the way that my grandmother loved people. So these are some lessons that I will carry with me for the rest of my life. And I feel so completely fortunate to have had such a wonderful picture of prayer and intentionality and obedience in my life that my grandmother displayed and that she showed and forever grateful and thankful. And so I wanted to write these lessons down. I wanted to share them with you guys and I hope you found them encouraging and I hope that it gives you kind of a boost of encouragement to go and live your life with obedience with prayer, and with intentionality with other people in your life. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Flourish Together podcast. If this podcast has impacted you, I'd love it if you'd leave us a rating and review. Jump on over to whatever listening platform you're enjoying the podcast on and leave us a review and rating. It really helps spread the mission of the podcast even farther and helps other people hear about the show. You can find show notes to this episode, freebies, and more on my website at andreamworley.com and find me on Instagram at andreamworley so we can connect. I'll see you in the next episode. 